0: Hello and welcome to the weekly VM Campos Comic Book Club. I'm your host, VM Campos. This is the podcast where I answer, what am I reading this week? This week I've got the Fantastic Four, number one, aka 646, from Marvel Comics. This is it. It's back. The world's greatest comic magazine. 645 issues ago, or so the Marvel Age of Comics was ushered in with the first family of superheroes for Marvel Comics. Way back in 1961, a comic was published created by Stan Lee and Jack Kirby that featured superheroes that perhaps didn't quite want to be superheroes, who had family troubles, societal troubles, internal troubles and it was a smash success. 645 issues later, The Family returns, after being out of commission for several years after Marvel's last huge event. On the cover, the creative team is listed as Dan Slott, Sarah Pichelli, Simone Bianchi, Scotty Young, and Marte Gracia. I got the regular cover, the Esad Ribic cover, but there are plenty of other ones, from Alex Ross, Umberto Ramos, Eric Powell, remixes of Jack Kirby art, and more. I was never a big Fantastic Four reader. Spider-Man was my jam. But I wanted to pick up the first issue of... of their return... to see where the comics stood at the moment. First off, there is... a, uh, a tribute to Steve Ditko famed pioneer in Marvel Comics who died in 2018. There's a great heartfelt message to him on the first page. Steve Ditko, 1927 to 2018. Legendary artist and creator Steve Ditko built an incredible legacy of work that changed the comic book industry forever. He goes on to say that he began with Marvel in 1958, breathed life helped breathe life into such characters as Spider-Man, Doctor Strange Speedball, Squirrel Girl, and many more. There are quotes from various Marvel bigwigs, excerpts from some of his greatest stories like the classic Amazing Spider-Man number 33 where he's trapped under the wreckage in a flooding building, and a shot of Doctor Strange meeting Eternity for the first time. We will miss you, Steve. Then the issue begins proper. Again, I don't. I, I don't read Fantastic Four. I didn't really see what happened. I kind of skipped Secret Wars. I know the Fantastic Four was involved in that and Doctor Doom and stuff. I don't know. Apparently, only the Thing and the Human Torch survived those events. They've been kind of kicking around Manhattan. Uh, uh, I don't know. I guess the synopsis synopsizes it well. The world believes that Reed and Sue Richards, along with the Future Foundation, sacrificed themselves to stop a universal catastrophe. Ben Grimm, aka The Thing, also believes them to be dead. But Johnny Storm hasn't given up hope that the rest of his family is out there somewhere. So what follows is a story of The Thing trying to move on, trying to build a life with his love, Alicia, where Johnny continues his Playboy lifestyle freewheeling, when suddenly there's a symbol, the Fantastic Four symbol, in the air. They're being called, but what's this? The Fantastic Four is gone, and who's calling them? That must mean that they're back. It turns out to be a hoax. Some punk kids had stolen the signal and shot it off, and... It wasn't really the Fantastic Four coming together again. Ben recounts a lost tale of the Fantastic Four, where, through Johnny's singing, the group is able to return to Earth. Because Something about the frequency of his voice and the frequency of Earth, or some uh, intergalactic mumbo-jumbo. Anyway, they return back to Earth. And Ben muses, I've been without all of my family, and without hope. But today I saw a real sign, and I know what they want me to do. I'm ready. It's time to go on my biggest adventure ever. I won't spoil the ending of that plot, but let's just say it's been in the air in a variety of other comic books. What I will spoil, but what is obvious, because it's right on the cover of the comic, is that no, Reed and Sue Richards are not dead. They are somewhere in the vastness of the universe, struggling to make it back to Earth, where they are then able to create a symbol, a symbol in the sky, that they will be back, renewing hope in the Thing, the Human Torch, and the world. That first story was by Dan Slott and Sarah Pichelli. There is then a second story of Dr. Doom, because you can't talk about the Fantastic Four without their greatest villain, Victor Von Doom, monarch of Latveria. A lot has been happening with his own homeland, which, again, I didn't really quite follow what was happening with it. Suffice it to say, Victor Von Doom is back, cosmic-powered and such no but he looks pretty badass in his tattered green cloak held together by shoddy ropes he has come to reclaim his homeland after it being taken away by usurpers it's fascinating for me to think about how doom is such a an evil villain but he rules over latveria and at this point especially the people want him back need him back They're waiting for the spark to ignite revolution to take their country back with the symbol of Dr. Doom. And again, yes, this is a spoiler, but it's kind of obvious because it's on the cover. Dr. Doom is back. There's a great shot, an homage to the famous... uh, Who painted it? The famous painting of the French Revolution. You know, the one with the lady in the middle running at you in a flag, everyone joining in on the battle. Uh, There's a recreation of that painting in this, in this panel, in this story, but they fight for their homeland of Latveria. The ending is pretty epic. Doom appears. He commands, hold. His Doom bots respond. Voice recognized. Master awaiting new command. He intones, stand down, and the robots deactivate. One of the revolutionaries asks, My lord, why did you do that? They would have served you, helped us. He retorts, never question me. Forgive me. I require no robots, no armor, no one fighting by my side. What I need, what Latveria needs, is to bear witness, to watch me free them from the tyranny by the strength of my will, by my hand alone. Interesting usage of by my hand alone. Dr. Doom has always been, a, uh, by most accounts, a cruel despot. Uh, with ambitions of global and galactic domination. But he uses the language of most real-life tyrants and autocrats, that of only I can save you, listen only to me, I've got all the answers. And the willing populace follows him blindly. They take that train right off the cliff. And it happens over and over in every society. Every so-called strong leader that has all the answers has always led their flock Straight to the slaughterhouse. So the parallel... So yes, I am trying to make a veiled parallel between Dr. Doom and Donald Trump. Is it working? So anyway, this was Our Day of Doom and Victory by Dan Slott and Simone Bianchi. There's a Fantastic Four fan page where Tom B welcomes you back to an era of the Fantastic Four introduces the whole creative crew, and invites you to write in. The last page features a quick Scotty Young story with uh, Ambush Bug. I guess that's him. He's kind of green and purple. Again, I'm not familiar with that character, but he's kind of mad that um, he's like, What the pop? I wait this long for a new Fantastic Four and they're not even back yet? How hard is it to do a new number one and get all four of them back together? So he's kind of complaining, it's funny, it's got Scotty Young's cute art. And he breaks the fourth wall by ending with, But know this, I'll be watching you, Marvel, watching you. And the issue ends. So on the one hand, it is a bit anticlimactic. Yes, the Fantastic Four is back, because this is right on the cover, and everything is proclaiming they'll be back. But there is one revelation with the thing that I won't spoil. And a backup story of Dr. Doom, which was very cool. I really liked Bianchi's art in that. And Picelli's art in the main story was good. It has her style and realism. And Scotty Young, of course, is Scotty Young. So the book was enjoyable overall, and it's a good place to get started on if you want to uh, jump onto the Fantastic Four. You can pretty much ignore all 645 issues before that and get started right now. Well, not really. There's a lot of great history and story of these characters. But the latest issue number one is a great place to get started with. So this week I read The Fantastic Four number one, legacy number 646, from Marvel Comics. This has been the weekly VM Campos comic book club. See you next week.